Amen. Thank you, the, thank you, Lord, for everything. We bless your name. We give you glory. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Amika. Thank you, our King. Hope of Israel, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor today. We adore you. In your presence, we say thank you. In your presence, we come, O oh Lord, to say thank you. We acknowledge you, your goodness, your kindness, your mercy. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for bringing us to this place. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your love. We appreciate you. We give you honor and glory and adoration that is due to your holy name. Thank you, Father. Almighty God, we praise you. Thank you, our Father. Glorious is your name. Oh, glorious is your name. Glorious is your name. Thank you, Father. Lord, you are more precious than silver. Lord, you are more costly than gold. Lord, you are more beautiful than diamond. There is nothing I desire compared with you. Lift up your voice and sing, Lord, you are more precious than silver. Lord, you are more costly than gold. Lord, you are more beautiful. Nothing I desire compare with you. Once more, let's see. Lord, you are more precious than silver. Lord, you are more costly than gold. Nothing we desire compare with you. Oh Lord, you have been so good. You've been so good to us. Oh Lord, you are excellent in our lives every day. Oh Lord, you have been so good. You've been so good to us. Oh Lord, you are excellent in our lives. Oh Lord, you have been so good. You've been so good to us. Oh Lord, you are excellent 
in our lives every day. Oh Lord, you are been so good. You've been so good to us. Oh Lord, you are excellent in our lives. Worthy, oh worthy are you, Lord. Worthy to be thanked and praised and worship and adore. Worthy, oh worthy are you, Lord. Worthy to be thanked and praised and worship and adore. We are singing hallelujah. Glory to the King. Worship and adore you and make your glory known. Oh, hallelujah! Lamb upon the throne, more than a conqueror, you are God of everything. Yes, you are God of everything, Lord. We worship you. For being there for us and being there with us all the all the ways and all the time. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We give you glory, we give you honor. In your presence is fullness of joy, and in your right hand is joy, is, is peace and love and, and, and prosperity and power and anointing and every grace is forevermore. Lord, we thank you, Father, because we are settling for all that and beyond, even to, even today, in this gathering and in this meeting and in this outreach. Lord, we thank you because you will not fail, because you have never been. Glory be to your name, O God, in Jesus' name. We worship you in the name of Jesus for bringing us again to your presence in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your presence that has been with us and that will forever be. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we give you honor. Adoration and part to your name. Thank you, Father. Thank you for today's uh, 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 teaching. You have prepared your, your, your servant to use again as usual lord god we pray that as she opens her mouth today you will feel in the name of jesus you will feel her mouth with graces you will feel her mouth and graces shall be poured out of our lips in the name of jesus lord you will cause her to speak from an enlarged heart from an enlarged soul that god she will speak beyond human she will speak as angel in the name of Jesus. We pray that Father in Jesus' name, when she speaks, your word will travel deep to the soul of men. And all the hearers shall be arrested under the power of your word in the name of Jesus. And every one of us, oh God, whatever your, your word meets in our lives, Lord, you will, you, will, you will arrest. And Lord, you will even edify in the name of Jesus. That as uh, as the world will be going, everyone that wants to join up will join in the name of Jesus. Lord, thanking you for those that have been joining, thanking you for Prophet Kingsley, for a part that has entered the studio. Lord, we worship we worship you for every one of us that we see join, and thank you for those that is still that are still even listening and downloading our messages even while we are not on air. Lord, we thank you. We are encouraged by that, O oh Lord. We bless your name in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord, 
We appreciate you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, we depend on you. We know you are here already. And we are so glad to have you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We worship you. For in Jesus Christ, mighty name we pray. Amen. To God be the glory. Uh, last week, Monday, been our, uh, our teaching dates. Uh, this is our way of edifying the body of Christ and preparing saints for the coming of the Lord. So we always check the Bible, the Word of God on issues and topics on, on Monday like this, by the grace of the Lord. We have learned some things on issues uh, probably on, on this kind of, on, on the day like this. Uh, like just as, uh, like uh, character of God's people which took us for, one, for four weeks. Hallelujah. Uh, which took us for four, 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 four or five weeks. That is where we check how is it that the character of God's people should be. What is character? How even general, generally, other, all of us should, 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 should respond to issues of life and so on and so forth. Of course, how we can conduct ourselves and, we, and by character, our noble character, glorious character, to be able to win others to the Lord. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. And then we have taught on other issues. Yes, and uh, we have entered into another another teaching, which is uh, titled uh, uh, Living an Attractive Life. Living an Attractive Life. Last week we checked on John the Baptist. How John the Baptist, uh, of course, uh, was uh, called to come before Jesus Christ and prepare the way for Jesus Christ's ministry. It was the ministry of John the Baptist that prepared the way for Jesus Christ's ministry. And we looked into the life of John the Baptist, how important the man is to so be to be, to that, that he was so worthy to be the uh, forerunner of Jesus' ministry. So that uh, we check his life, how John was living in the wilderness, and yet uh, he attracted men and people onto his, uh, from, from, from um, everywhere onto, his, onto the altar of his and his ministry and his ministry in the wilderness. We saw how the Lord brought people unto him through what he exhibits as what we call quality of life that he lived. Because it's the quality of life that we lived that draws men unto God or unto us. Let's say unto us and to God. Because God is still networking his, uh, himself through people. To reach people. God is still using people to reach people. As he used Jesus to reach us and we reach him through the Lord Jesus. So if Christ is indeed on the inside, it will be easier for the Lord uh, to bring people closer unto himself and for people to be drawn unto the Lord. So of course this teaching, living an attractive life, is just like a the buttressing of the first one that we have started on the issue of uh, 
uh, character uh, character of God's people, how the character of God's people should be. So we thank God for this again. Uh, last week we, we went into issues where we had uh, 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 the kind of life that John lived. He lived in humility, he lived in total surrenderness, he lived his life very, very attractive unto, unto men and unto God. Hallelujah. For him to be baptized I mean, by Jesus, I mean, through, uh, for him to baptize Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ submitted himself unto him also, and committed himself unto his ministry, meaning that Jesus Christ himself endorsed him. And we said that uh, that is how we are going to be tested and we are going to be proven also to be qualified to reign with Jesus Christ and to be with him. If he's drawn onto his, he's easily, he's easily drawn onto us here, and uh, we, our life is so attractive to him that he comes to us at any time he wants, and he reaches out to us easily, and we reach out unto him easily, and that is really what will be the beauty of our life, the beauty of, uh, of uh, even making uh, the hope, even the hope of making heaven, and uh, sitting with him. Uh, at his right hand with the Father. And then by the grace of the Lord today, we want to go quickly into the to today's teaching uh, being prepared by uh, my sister. Well, the teaching will take us at least one hour by the grace of the Lord. I will pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' mighty name. Within that one hour, we know the Lord will bless us. So we do, we just, just, just don't mind us of a long, long, uh, whatever. We have, we have said it before we started here. That uh, at least, well, of course, we follow the Holy Spirit, whatever the Holy Spirit do, we do. So we are not regulating the Holy Spirit right now. So my sister is here, and I know that the Lord has prepared that for us. And we, and which I believe the Lord will touch your life as you take patience to listen to the word of the Lord today. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Let's hear the message on living an attractive life part two God bless you the Holy Spirit is here he's the one that is teaching he's a teacher a guide a comforter a helper instructor director counselor and everything he's the one doing it to me and uh, I hand over to him in the mighty name of Jesus to bless his people and help them to live a life that will attract God, thereby attracting people to them. Because the modern day ministry, the modern day sermon is tending towards a financial breakthrough, acquiring cars, living glamorous, and the rest of it to attract people. Don't forget, as said by Brad Paul, you will only succeed to attract them to whatever you are using to attract them and not unto God. And uh, when some other, other people can out, 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 outrace you in attracting them with material things, they will eventually leave you and leave God. So it's about the inner person attracting them to God through being attracted to God. That is it. The Lord will help us, especially the ministers. 
We are no more attracting people to the outwardness of life. So whatever we can acquire, the decoration in tabernacles, the te decoration in our temple, the life well, the life of affluence that we're living, the kind of cars we're wearing, I mean we are riding, the 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 kind of clothes we are putting on, saying whenever you see the child of the king, you see his dress, you see this, you see that. Before people can say Rankadede. It's more than that. That was why we picked John, who's, uh, if time permits us, we also mentioned some people that attracted God, thereby attracted people through their inward, strong inward person in, in, in their God. So it's not about what we acquire, it's not about the outward thing. We only attract them to whatever and not to God. And eventually they may leave you and don't live deep in God and leave God. So that is why this topic is coming on to you. My partner has said a lot about John. He knew that there were big cathedrals in the time of uh, the Pharisees, Sadducees, and the scribes. Yet, there was something in John that drew them out of the big, well-decorated, beautiful, magnificent cathedrals to the wilderness, the untracted wilderness. And to listen to that person that is not wearing anything attractive. It is about the inside, yes. not the outside. Yeah. That's the conclusion of the whole thing. And it's about uh, whatever you can do to attract God, which is the light, or call him Jesus, or the Holy Spirit. When you are able to attract the light in the inner person, automatically, light will attract people to you. For example... Many of us in our area, area here in Nigeria, whenever the rain falls and there is a light outside, there is a particular insect that will be attracted to that light. We call it, a, a, some people call it locust, but the edible type of locust. There will so, so much, after the rainfall, there will so much be attracted to the light to cover up the light without any effort of the light. Just because it's giving out its beam and rays, they'll be attracted, cover it up. When they are, when they were, they are heaping upon each other, they will be falling down and people will just be picking them to eat. That's how it should be. The, the, the globe that is attracting, I mean, the, 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 the filament that is, that is giving the rays is inside the globe and they will now surround and overcrowd and cover the globe. So that's how it should be. It's not about what you, what you do, what you wear. Thank God for John. That is a good example unto us. So ministers of God, stay, 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 have quality time with the owner of the ministry in your secret place. In studying the Bible, meditating, receiving from his presence, praying, hearing, and having direction from him, so that the few minutes you spend on the outside will attract people. So what you have done is not you making an effort for spending quality time with the owner of the ministry. He make you big in the inner person, strengthen you in the inner person, making you giant in the inner person. Then few minutes on the outside, you are just from the inner person 
radiating the rays of the light, which is Jesus, that you have spent time with in the secret, then it is that rays that will attract people unto you. So what are you to do to attract people to, your, to the ministry God gives unto you? Your attention is to first of all attract God. Your attention is first of all. And what we studied about John, loyalty, humility, all those things, dedication, selflessness, knowing the season, I mean, uh, uh, surrendering to the will of God and all that. It's, 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 it's on the inner man inside, the real inside, that was, that was, was clothed with this traits and characters. And he became so big in the inside that uh, a man from the big cathedral, beautiful cathedral, could not resist the power of God that this virtues has attracted and they had no choice but to be attracted to them, to him in the place not attractive, with the cloth not attractive, to hear the virtue from inside that have been built. That is the lesson for the minister. And the Lord will help us to, to do that. So let's quickly go to, without missing words, let's quickly go to some of the things our, our attraction is called. So what are the things we have to do? What are the traits we have to develop in the inner man to make the inner man a giant? Be strong to attract God. And once we have the presence of God with us, which is the light, automatically, the rest of the light and the virtue, we attract people to our ministry without any struggle. We will first of all highlight them. We will first of all highlight them before we go into some of them. That we can cover today. And if the Holy Spirit is not giving us another topic, we may continue next week. The Holy Spirit is the director of this program. He knows the people, he knows the mind and the heart of the people ministry to. And he wants to minister to their need. So he may decide to change the topic. But if he allows us, he will, uh, will continue. But by the time we are light, some of the things you can do to attract God first. That will help you attract people. To your ministry, then you'll be able to work on them, study on them, go in extra mind to know about these uh, points that will be highlighted. And once you know them, it's, it's like the whole thing I've been said because it will, it will be a take home assignment unto you. The first thing we are going to talk about is you know, we have started with what is an attractive life, what should the attractive life be doing. We have started last week, Monday. But today, we want to continue to say the attractive life should be a life that lives in the spirit. That's number one. Then the attractive, we are highlighting before we speak, before we expand. The attractive life is the life that lives in confidence and freedom. The attractive life is the life that lives a yielded life. The attractive life, that, the one that will attract God, it is God, the light, that will attract people. Who is the life that, that lives a leaded life, a life that lives that live a life of faith and trust in his God. A life, a, a, a victorious life in Christ. Then, some of the things, the attractive, somebody that will attract God, uh, it is God in him, the big one in him, 
that will now attract the mighty, eh? the, intellect, the intellectual, intellectuals, the literate, the illiterate, the kings, the governors, the presidents. But first, he wants to do something to attract God. This is what we are lighting. Uh, in Adendu, some of the things to do to please God so that you attract him and attract his favor. And once you have God and have his presence, automatically people will be attracted to you. Some of them, you have, we are talking about having faith in God, that is trust. We are talking about fearing God. We are highlighting. Fearing God. We are talking about being spiritually minded. We talk about fearing God. Referencing, uh, referring him, referring him. When you do that, you want to avoid sin. We rely on him. We talk about studying and following the example of Jesus. Because of what God said. He said, this is my beloved son, in whom I will please. Follow ye him. Something, there are things about the life of Jesus that we must study in the four Gospels. In the four uh, Gospels. Matthew, John, Luke, and Mark. When you are able to tap into what Jesus did, that made him to be the most beloved, to be followed. Then following that example will make you attract God. All your attention, I mean, your, your focus now is to attract God. Your focus is to attract God. Forget about attracting men now. Developing the inner person. Make, turning the inner person a giant. Making the inner person strong. Making the inner person renewed in God every day. That is what John did. Not about the clothes. Not about the wilderness or the environment. Once you are able to concentrate on attracting, do everything to attract God and His presence being with you all the time. To attract men is just a, 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 very, a very simple thing. And that's what I say. We say you should study and follow Jesus' example in the four Gospels. You should obey God. Do His will. What are His will? His desire. His command. His plan. Then be dedicated to Him like John. Be dependent on Him. Be delighted in Him. Trust. Love. Enjoy Him. Enjoy being with Him. Enjoy obeying Him. Enjoy serving Him. Pursue righteousness. And attract His favor. Then do everything to please Him. Study the Bible. Meditate on the Bible. Pray about what you meditate on. Before you know it, you are becoming like Him. And the more you are like Him, easier for you to attract people. So, and, and the last thing we are going to highlight before we start speaking one by one is give God the sacrifice He wants. And what is that sacrifice? The sacrifice of praise. The sacrifice of praise. And we must not overlook this fact. Love God with all your heart, your spirit, your mind, everything is you. And love your neighbor as yourself. That is about saying, if you love me, obey my commandment. And the commandment of God are just to love him, love your neighbor. 
One, if you love me, love your kidney. If you love me, uh, if you if you love me, obey my commandment. John 14, 15. And the commandment that you. So I don't want to repeat myself. Just like just the highlight. Now we want to go one by one. Please, when you when you when you download and listen again, just write down this highlight. If we are now able to cover up. You have your home assignment already. What are the things I will do to please God, to attract His presence to be with me always, and, and thereby enlarge my inland person, containing the God and carrying me about. Once you are able to do that, to attract people, fair is very easy. So it's not your own assignment to keep on uh, working on how to attract people. It's about that, like God sent to me the other time. Spend quality time with the owner of the ministry. And he's the one that will, will promote your ministry. That is the answer. Now we quickly, we quickly go to an attractive life is a life lived in the spirit. We have Galatians 5, 16 here. Rapport, if you are faster than me, you can raise So that we can go fast, fast. Uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. 5, 16 to 18. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. 17. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. 18. For if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Verse 22. For the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, and suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, Against such, there is no law. Don't forget that up there we said, For if, if ye be led of the Spirit and uh, uh, portray, exhibit this fruit of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. And that place is saying, With this fruit, against such, there is no law. You are not bound, you are free. Now, uh, to 25 and 24 now we, uh, okay 23 meekness temperance against such there's no law 24 and they that are kind have crucified their flesh with the affections and loves 25 if we live in the spirit let us also walk in the spirit so do you want to attract you want to live a life that please God be in the spirit always Live in the spirit, eat in the spirit, sing in the spirit, move in the spirit. When you sit down, let it be in the spirit. When you're moving along the low, along the along the along the way, let it be in the spirit. A life that lives in the spirit will attract God. Don't forget our focus is God. To attract his presence, to be big inside like him, then automatically to attract him. So we are concentrating on God. So if you want to live in the spirit, you must be born of the spirit. That's number one thing. 
in case you're new on this platform, we have said a lot of about accepting Christ as the Lord and Savior. It is when you open your spirit to the word, believe the word, broken by the word, you have the contract high. Then you say, I'm sorry, you, are, you acknowledge that you're a sinner. Because the word must point you to that. When you acknowledge that you're a sinner, you, now, you are now ready to confess and forsake. Then you ask Jesus to come into your heart. Sincerely, wholeheartedly, accepting as your Lord that you follow, that you will dictate your pace. Take charge of your will, desires, and plans, ambitions, and all others. You surrender unto him by the help of the Holy Spirit. Then you accept him as your savior from sin and the hell that the sin will have taken you. Declaring that you open your heart as you invite him, the seed of God that will give you power to go and sin no more will come in. But you have to pray sincerely, ask for mercy for, for your sins to be forgiven. And a time will come according to uh, Romans 8, 16, the Spirit will bear witness with your spirit, spirit that you are being forgiven. Then, you don't know how it happens. You will be transformed on the inside. The propensity for sin will disappear. You will now, you will not be incapacitated to want to love sin and to want to go towards the way of sin. That is transformation on the inside. It is the, it is the work of the Spirit. You are born of the Spirit. You are a changed person. You are a new creature. And everything you produce now will be new after Christ. And old nature of sin, uh, past for sin, tendency to want to sin will be gone. Then after that, by the grace of God, you want to say, sanctify me. Circumcise my heart. What you are saying is that, I want to have your nature, the root of sin, the Adamic nature that pushes, that, that pushes me into sin. Remove it. That's what they're saying. What you do is Hebrews 13, 12, Jesus, in order to sanctify us, suffered at the outskirts of Jerusalem with his blood. He would do that. So you go back again in your heart to the cross. And believe that Jesus is the propitiation for your sin. Your substitute for sin that suffered for it. Then take that blood by faith. Apply it to your heart. And believe that you are sanctified. That the root of sin is uprooted. You cannot be pushed into sin again. That you are holy with it. The spirit of holiness is imparted into you. And you have the nature of God. And he that is born of God at this level cannot sin. The task for sin is gone. And when you are sanctified, then you have to be baptized with the We are talking about, you will be able to live in the Spirit. All these steps are necessary. It's a process. But it can even happen, happen within one hour, depending on how open your heart is. When you go to the level of baptism of the Spirit, you read Acts 2. You sincerely task for it. It's about task. Jesus said, if you thirst, come and drink. And the Bible said, he was talking about the spirit that the believers will receive. So when you really thirst for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you will have him. And when he comes, at that point, 
it will at least one of the signs in Acts 2 that we witness often today is that suddenly the Holy Spirit will give you a chance. You will not you will not learn the tongue. It is only that will twist your tongue, and the fire of God upon your tongue will speak in another language. It may be long, it may be short. That's a that's a, a, an assurance that you are baptized, as it was in the day of Pentecost. Uh, in Acts 2, it's still happening today. When you are baptized, because you sincerely seek God, <laughs> it is easy to live in the Spirit. And what are the same things expected of somebody? Who's, who has been born of the Spirit, a new creature? All things have passed away, old, old, old ways of life in sin has passed away. A heart that the old, the nature of sin, the old man, the Adamic nature that be uprooted and destroyed by the blood, and he that is filled to the overflowing, to the extent that the Holy Spirit rests upon him permanently. What, what are the things you are expected to be doing? To cause that Holy Spirit to permanently indwell and rest. It's more than indwelling. When you are born again, you have the Holy Spirit in a measure. It's inside, inside you already. Like half of a cup, for example. When you are when the Adamic nature and the root of sin, the old man, the sin, sinful nature is dealt with by the blood of Jesus, you go to higher level of infilling. But by the time you are baptized, <laughs> You are filled to the overflowing. He rests upon you. He's hovering over you. You are covered in him. You are clothed totally. Totally lost in him. That is baptism for you. Not just him feeling. God bless you. At that level, very easy to live in the spirit. Mm. Do you know that breath of a new nature is the translation of the soul into a higher universe and a loftier scale of being been introducing, uh, 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 even introducing, uh, introducing it into the family of God Himself, and uh, making it part of divine nature. As a divine nature, you will be spiritually minded. Colossians three one said, "Now that you are raised with Christ, you now seek the things above, living in the Spirit. You, everything worldly, everything of the of." That is natural. We no more interest you much. Your attention will be shifted to things spiritual. And you start to ruminate, meditate on things above. Everything spiritual. How do I please my God? How do I become closer to Him? How do I please Him? What does He want me to do? Ah, I want to, I want to know Him. Like Paul shouted, that I may know Him. Jesus Christ. That I may excel in the knowing. So that, those are the things that will now preoccupy your mind. That is living in the spirit for you. You know, at that point, hey, you are being made the you are you are being made part of God, and you are having the divine nature. Then, because you are now baptized, the Holy Spirit you have the Holy Spirit in you, in full to the overflowing. So the set of covering up, covering up like a cloud. And the divine person living in you is the source of power and your inspiration. When you sit at the world, he inspires. Enlarge. You'll be receiving from him because he's the writer of the Bible. When we say the Holy Spirit is in, 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 dwelling in you now at baptism, 
It's about God tabernacle with him. And uh, and uh, that means Revelation 21.3 is at bay. I mean, it's in action. Revelation 21.3. I want you to, to convert this level. To, be, to live in spirit will be so easy. And there's no way you can fulfill the loss of the flesh anymore. Revelation 21.3. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. And he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. At that level, God in you, Jesus in you, the hope of glory. You will start from inside to radiate light that will attract people because you have him in the fullest in you. So, living in the spirit, inspiration from him. Hey. We make you real. Your intellect will be real to the world. The way you reason, your wisdom will be more than that of uh, Solomon. Because you are in a better disposition. Disposition when Jesus has died and resurrected. You know, we the, the, the people during the time in the Old Testament envied us. According to Hebrews 11 verse 40 there, they were not made perfect because because of us. And what is the thing that made us perfect? The grace of the Holy Spirit. It is that that makes us greater than them. Jesus said, John, that we have been studying, is great, is the greatest among the people of the old, among the prophets of the, uh, the the Old Testament. But he is the least to those in his kingdom in this new dispensation that witness the Holy Spirit. You will convert the Holy Spirit. You will convert to the extent that you will not be satisfied with half cup of infilling at, 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 at conversion, at knowing Christ, accepting Him. You will not be satisfied with full cup of at, at sanctification when the, 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 the desire, I mean, the root of sin, the Adamic nature is destroyed by His blood. You will convert to the extent of being filled to the overflowing Him overflowing to the extent of covering up, resting upon you and covering you up. That is when you enjoy Christ. That is when you live in heaven on earth. That is when the kingdom of God has come upon you. That is when you'll be living a life, a life of heaven on earth. Jesus said the kingdom of God is in you and has come upon you. That is the point when the kingdom of God, that is what makes you better. And the, the greatest prophets, including John, in the Old Testament. So what we are saying in essence is this. When you have him in food to that extent, convert it. Pray for it. People are still getting him. Somebody shared the testimony yesterday. How she got him. I was speaking in tongue. It was a mystery. You can get him. You have his expression. And by the grace of God, you become like Jesus. Do you know what Jesus said? As my God works, I work. At that point, the Holy Spirit will be the dictator. The Holy Spirit will be the one telling you what to do, what not to do. And because you have yielded your will, you have yielded everything in you. Because as you are seeking Him, He will be telling you, What about this? Will you give it up to me? You so I surrender. What about you receive grace and surrender? What about this? Will you give it to me and surrender? 
Then by the time the baptism came, you don't have your will anymore. The Holy Spirit are taking the God of heaven. You know, when we say God, you can say God the Father, you can say God the Son, you can say God the Holy Spirit. At that point, He now took charge and set His throne upon your will and dictate for you. Say this, go this way, do that. And it will be very easy for you to yield, to yield, to yield. You are now pliable because you have yielded. The Holy Spirit has set his throne upon your will and is now directing the sheep of your soul. God bless you as you do that. At that time, you'll be like Jesus. He is the source of your power, success, in ministry or in anything you do. He inspires you and uh, he speak, you speak the word as he speaks. You walk as he works. And it is about the Holy Spirit. And you do everything according to his prompting. And it will not be difficult for you. Do you know that at that point, the, the, the way of the transgressors are hard. To obey the, the, the commandment of God is difficult for them. But you at this level, there is because of the Holy Spirit that you have yielded all to. Even your will, your desire, your plan, your ambition. You yield to his control. You become the living temple of the Most High God. That is what it means to live in the Spirit. The Almighty Spirit now. You become the living temple. The Spirit in you dwells. Work speaks. Work. Work speaks in you. Give you the new nature because you have been generated. Thank God. Because what I mean by that is that he will renew you on the inside every day. As you study, meditate, and pray. You will be like God, never growing old. As the outside is perishing, as the outside is waxing strong, uh, uh, older and older, the inside will be renewed and your strength will be mightier every day. So it's not you doing anything anymore for the Spirit. That is living the Spirit for you. You have a renewed soul inside, ever new, ever strong ever mighty, like your God. Because you have allowed the divine guest and the presence of God to indwell you in your new nature called your soul. He's the controlling guide, the almighty strength. Ezekiel 36, 25 to 26 happens to your stead. Ezekiel. Oh God. Ezekiel 36, 25. You're faster than me, sir. Ezekiel 36 now happens to you. Very easy. Every your ministry will be easy, everything will be easy for you. Ezekiel 36, 25. Are you there? Yes. Read to Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you. And ye shall be clean from all your filthiness. And from all your idols, which I cleanse, uh, will I cleanse you? 26. A new earth also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony earth from you, from out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you, and 
cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my commandment and do them. God bless you, sir. All we are saying that it will not be easy to keep his commandments and judgments and do them. At that level, because you are baptized, at that level, because you yield to the Holy Spirit, because he's setting his throne as the almighty strength, almighty divine guest, he's setting his throne upon your will and taking charge of your, uh, and he's the sailor, he's the one controlling your ship. Living in the spirit is a higher sense than before conversion. At that point, life is not only spiritual but divine. You become divine like God. The likeness of God in you we face all impossibility and bring it to Amen. So to your advantage and to God's glory, past after living in the spirit. It's no more you living, but Christ liveth in you. And you'll be drawing life through his Holy Spirit. You'll be drawing life, you'll be drawing health, you'll be drawing strength, you'll be drawing joy, you'll be drawing peace, as in the kingdom of God. Righteousness, joy of the Holy Spirit. So, what you are saying? This is the 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 the, the, the place I would dwell most. Others I would just say little little things. At that point, the very element and essence of your the Holy Spirit is your very element and essence in your new existence, and uh, He is before you, He is behind you. Above you, beneath you, within you, beyond you, you are buried in him, lost in him, encompassed in him, as by the air we breathe in the surrounding. At that level, you are in the presence of God. God is you, you in God. And everything is possible for you. You go into that is the higher mystery, mystery of the new life. I want you to convert it. Greater than the new birth experience. And that is the secret which Paul declares. Hidden for ages and generations. But now made manifest to his sin. As you, this is being made manifest to you. Convert it. You will be surprised. And convert. Convert. Convert it. Pass after it. Convert. Convert your sin. And now, convert it. Task advice. Don't be satisfied with the level of conversion and sanctification. When you have him, oh, the likeness of God will go into play. And all things are possible with him. Uh, it has been hidden from ages and generations. Now you're hearing it. As Paul declared it to the saints, it's been declared unto you, left unto you. Because the, the, when you attain it, Christ in you, the hope of your glory. Yeah. Christ in you will now attract glory. people. Christ in you will attract people and your glory, your fame in Christ, in the big he in you, will now spread abroad. So the focus is about God in you and everything to please him. To attract God, that is your focus. Attracting people. That was what happened to John. The inner him, the virtues in him, Attracted the people. God bless you. Not the cast and not the, the beautiful sanctuary. God bless you. It's good to beautify the sanctuary. 
It's good to have cars. It's good to wear good clothes. But don't focus on that. That is secondary. As means of bringing people or convincing your congregation that your God is good. Don't, it's not your work, it's God's work. Concentrate on God. Spend quality time with the owner of the ministry and you'll be surprised what we do in the ministry committee. God bless you. Amen. So when you allow the Holy One to cross the threshold of, the, of your heart <laughs> and make and makes the Holy Spirit your personal residence, you dwell in Him. He dwells in you. Cover, 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 covered up in Him. He will sit down on the throne of the, your human will, assume the government and control all your being and destiny. It is then you are a success to have a, 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 a boomy ministry because the ministry is of you. He's the one doing it. God bless you. So, when you have him like that, it is the treasure in the Adam vessel and glory in the midst. Live in the spirit. Receive the spirit of holiness. Allow him to rule. Then you're successful in ministry. God bless you. I want to go to another point. I said I would not belabor this. The Holy Spirit himself is your teacher. We cannot, we are not the one teaching you. He will expand it, he will give you the pneuma and the rema. And you will be mightily blessed. And as you put it into practice, receive grace to do it, you will be surprised of the blessing that it will attract your life through your ministry. Then we want to quickly go to, to be attractive, to, to attract God to yourself, is to live in confidence. God wants you to live in confidence and in freedom. In Him. And be free as He set you free. Listen. Let's quickly read 1 John. We're going to Epistle according to John. We are going to read everything together. Okay, let's read one by one. We are first of all going to read 1 John 5 14. Confidence. Confidence. God is expecting it. When you have it, you please him. When you please him, it's tabernacle with you. When it's tabernacle with you, your life attracts people. John, 1 John 5 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heard us. Confidence, asking according to his will. Faith that he hears, believing that he hears. Please come. 1 John 2 8 28. 228. 228. And now, little children, abide in him that when he shall appear, he may have you we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. Do you know that aside having confidence here on earth that Whatever I ask of my father, because I'm doing his will, I'm doing everything according to his will. Because the Holy Spirit is my teacher, I've surrendered my will, I've surrendered my way, I'm after his will. Anything I ask according to his will, he will answer me. Do you know that you will have confidence that when he comes, I'll be like him. When he comes, and now little children, abide in him. Because you have confidence, my God is real. My God is able. You want to respect and abide in him. And 
you also have the confidence whenever he appears because you're doing that. Your confidence is that I will not be ashamed before you him at his coming. Do you know that we are now looking up with joy in our heart that someday our bridegroom will come and take us the bride. Do you know that those that are not doing his will don't have this confidence? Am I right, sir? They don't have the confidence. Just like a husband that has traveled out of the, where the wife is in, to another country for a long time. And whenever she hears that, uh, anytime she hears that the husband is now coming, or maybe after 20 years, that, that, that wife, uh, that wife that has been at where the husband puts her. You know, we are wives of Jesus. Doing his will. Never crossing his boundary. Never negating anything he wants. Whenever she hears my husband is coming, what will happen? She will be filled with joy. She will be honestly expecting. She will be looking out with joy. Someday he will come. Someday he will knock the door. Someday he will, because he's ready. Doing everything because he's Having confidence that when he comes, I will not be ashamed. But that one that has messed up went after another man. In fact, probably the, the other man is having his property around the husband's home. <laughs> like the devil is having some property in some people's life now. <laughs> May the Lord wash them away with the blood that should throw them to the devil today by confessing and forsaking. That one, what do you think will happen when she hears her husband is coming? Hey, either she doesn't desire he come, or be sad and her, her, her head be bowed. The other one with joy, her head is up, honestly expecting with confidence that when he comes, I will not be ashamed. But the other one, the head is bowed in sadness. Oh, oh, I'll be ashamed when he comes. How do I quickly pack all these things? How do I put my life right? Oh, I didn't even know you'll be coming again. Oh, if I had known, you know, that person will be sad. You'll be doing things according to the will of God. So that kind of life, that living confidence, that when he comes, I'll not be ashamed. Doing everything according to his will. Whatever, living his life according to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Eating in him, dwelling in him, walking in him, doing everything in him. We have confidence that we'll not be ashamed. That is the kind of life that, that, that God is attracted to. That's Bride of Christ. As bride of Christ. We are preparing to meet our husband. Yes. You are preparing to meet your husband. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm. He will soon arrive. Yes. And you want us to be wise, one of your as one of those five wise virgins. Virgins. Who prepare themselves. And even have extra husband. oil. And they even have extra oil. God bless you. Mm. So the Lord will soon come. How will he meet us? The question. God bless you. Then I want to quickly see 1 John 4, 17. And it says, Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. In this wicked world, as he is, so we, we are. Look at Enoch. You know, time will not permit us, not only John, there are some people that please God. Enoch in that wicked generation was able to be like God. 
in the wicked world. And God is expecting us to be like him in this wicked world. And even Lot in Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. Lot was living in the, in, the, uh, in the world of sin, world of wicked people. Was the, he, was, he was the only saint at, at, around at the time. But he and his family were not polluted. May Christ meet us unpolluted in mm. Jesus' name. It is then we have our confidence and boldness in the day of judgment. Jesus said, if you believe me, you no more go into judgment. It's because you have not gone back to sin, though. It's because you, have, you are not living like the world again. And you are still focusing on your Jesus. Whatever the world says, you want to listen to the promises of the Holy Spirit, doing everything according to His will, separating yourself from, from the traditions of the world, then expecting your, your group. Then you have confidence in it. In fact, you will not even go into judgment. Not only will you not, you will have confidence in the judgment because you will not even be judged. Because you have sent forth your sin to judgment at the cross when you confess and forsake them. So nothing to judge in you again. Confidence. These are the people that are that go. They live a separated life, like John, like Enoch, like Abraham, separating himself from all of Chadis. So the place where God called him, like Joseph, <laughs> he was he was given free of charge. What people are looking for here and there, polluting themselves. He was given free of charge by the, uh, the wife of Potiphar. How can I do this wickedness and sin against my God? Are you one of them? Are you one of them that will have confidence because you're doing His will when He appears that you'll be like Him? Nothing to fear. Those are the people that attract God. When you are now attract God, He is automatically, the light, the big light in you will now attract others to you. So, now, another person that can attract God and attract people is the one that I needed in, that I lived a heated life. Romans 6, 13 to 16. The first time I brought for purpose. So that we don't, we, we save some time. Uh, Romans 6, 13 to 16. Okay, sir. Romans. Sorry. Neither you yourself, neither you members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. But yield yourself unto God and those as those that are alive from the dead. Mm. And your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Mm. For, sin, for sin shall not have dominion over you. For ye are not under the law but under grace. Mm. What then Shall we sin because we are not under the law but grace? God forbid. Know mm. you not know that to whom ye yourselves to servant to obey, is servant ye are to whom ye obey, mm-hmm. whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Yes. So where that one has no secret interpretation. What he's saying is that before you were yielding yourself to obey sin. Before you are yielding yourself to obey sin, dictate of sin, fasting for sin, and you cannot control yourself. Now that Jesus has delivered you, yield your members to uh, 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 as as tools to righteousness, doing the spiritual thing. 
doing what pleases God, then you are blessed. You are the type of person that we attract God. And eventually, and eventually we attract people. So we don't want to believe anything. We are moving faster. Then, living the life of faith and trust. Hebrew 11, 5 to 6. Hebrews 11, 5 to 6. Living the life of faith. Hebrews 11, 5 to 6. By faith, Enoch was transmitted that he should not see death. And was not found because God had transmitted him. But before his translation, he had his testimony that he pleased God. That without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So what we are saying now is that concentrate on God to please him. Once you please him, I have the virtues and you are exhibiting the virtues uh, as recorded in, in the Galatians 5, 22 and 23 that uh, we read, which were, which were in John, which were in Enoch, which were in Abraham, Joseph, David, Job, Daniel, three Hebrew brothers and others. Once That is your focus, to please God, to please God, to please God. Once you are able to please God and meeting irradiating these virtues. Oh, it, it is the God, the big God in you now, abiding with you permanently through the in the Holy Spirit that will now attract people as insects are attracted to life. So that's what we say. One of the things to please God is faith. Without faith, you cannot please God. And what is faith? Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God has said it. He has the power to do it. He loves me. He will do it. And because Jesus said, when I pray, I should believe, I will receive, and therefore I will have it. Therefore, you keep on confessing and believing, acting as if it had happened. That is faith for you. Because your God can do all things. And he will not forsake you. That is faith. So, to please God, Live a life of faith and trust. Let people say they are having alternatives. Tell them, I have no alternative. I don't want to have an alternative. My God at his own appointed time will come and meet me where I ask me to wait. And you are totally trusting he will do it. He will not disappoint you. That is the kind of people that attract God and eventually attract people. The Lord will help you to live a life of faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Then, do you want to attract God? You want to please Him by being spiritually minded. Romans eight six to eight. Whatever, we, however, we can go today, no problem. Romans eight six to eight. 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 But to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, 
neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Don't forget your, that your focus, the reason why you are created, is to give Him pleasure. Right. And to show forth His glory. Right. So your target is pleasing Him. Do you know that in, in Proverbs 6, 16, 7, when the way of, the, of a man pleases God, he will even cause his enemy to live at peace with him. So what, your life is to be pursuing, not pursuing attracting to people, but pursuing pleasing God. What can I do to please him? I want to fulfill the reason why I'm created. I'm created to give him pleasure. I want to please him. So then at that you, 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 you attract him. Do you know that, for example, as a husband, when you do things to make your wife happy or please her, eh, you receive grace when, even when it's not convenient, and vice versa. The husband will, will, will urge to come home from work. The wife will not want to leave him. And when he's traveling, it will be trouble. Oh, God. You know, like a baby, as if you don't want him to go. Your presence is giving me pleasure. Please, that is it. When you please God, he tabernacles with you. Yeah. His presence is ever with you. Mm. And when God is with you, no enemy can come there. Yeah. When God is with you, he's the light, big light in your inside that is now attracts people like insect. And Which means that it is the beauty of the Lord mm -hmm. and the glory of the Lord that surrounds he who he abides with. Yes. That from the beauty... And that form the attraction mm -hmm. that he possesses or she possesses. God bless you, sir. And when you, when the much of your of the presence of the Lord is with you, mm -hmm. and you are, and God is enjoying your presence also mm -hmm. by your character mm -hmm. and your uh, and your disposition mm -hmm. to Him, mm -hmm. then God tabernacles with you. Tabernacles. That and is when the word. He tabernacles with you, His glory radiates in your life. Uh -huh. It is such that glory. As, such as. Uh, and Moses came from the mountain of the Lord, and he was, his face was filled with glory of God. Yes. That his face became, became radiant yes. and glorious. That is how it is. And that's the life that we must live to meet Jesus. If you don't live that, that, like, that kind of life, you can't meet Jesus. It is when we live that kind of life that we can be guaranteed of meeting Jesus with confidence. And attracting, people and attracting people through that glory radiating. God will bless you. So, if verse says, they that are in the flesh cannot please God, it means those that are spiritually minded will please Him. Those that are interested in things spiritual, those that want to do anything and everything that will please God, to do His will, like Jesus, will please Him. Then, God will tabernacle with you. And with God's presence with you, there's no mountain you cannot surmount. God bless you. Yeah. The another thing to do to please God, because the reason why your creator is to please him, that's your focus. It's not about what you do to attract people. It's God that will attract people. Fear God. Fear God. Psalm 147, 11. Psalm 147, 11. Psalm 147, 11. Psalm 147.11 Listen. The Lord take pleasure in them that fear him, in those that hope in his mercy. Those that fear God will receive motivation to avoid sin. They will reference God. 
they will refrain him. They won't not, they will not want to hurt him. And when you refrain, refrain him, rely on him, that is fearing him, you don't want to hurt him. The only thing that hurts God is sin. The only thing that hurts God is sin. When you now fear him to the extent that you want, just like J- J- Joseph, when the, uh, the Potiphar wife said, come and lie with me, he said, how can I do this wickedness and sin against God? Those kind of people uh, we cause the presence of God to forever tabernacle with them. And when God is with you inside, outside, surrounding you, you are a success in ministry. It's no more your effort that will attract people. In ministry, in life, in marriage, everything you lay upon her, it is the presence of God. And his eyes cannot be seen. When you fear him, you want to avoid sin. When you avoid sin and refrain him, anything sin, you say, how can I do this wickedness and sin against my God? Let everybody in the world be doing it. You say, I want to stand alone like Enoch. I want to stand alone in this generation like Noah. When you do that, you will attract God's presence forever. There's nothing to cause the presence to leave you because there's no sin. Because you fear him. You avoid sin. Then you are a success. His glory is from inside. We now attract. And there is somebody that is hearing us now. You are looking for spouse. Do you know that it is only Christ that can meet your spouse in you? Yes. Yes. It is only Jesus Christ, his character, his beauty that will surround you, that will cover you, that will, that will attract your spouse to you. Yes. Because do you know that if you are filled with Jesus and filled with the Spirit of the Lord, you will not mismarry mm-hmm. and you will not go wrong way mm-hmm. in choosing who you, who you will have as, mm-hmm. as wife. Yeah, and as, yeah, yeah. Because it is much of Jesus in you that brings your wife or your husband closer to you. Mm-hmm. Who, whoever you are, if you are living beautiful life, your life will not be only beautiful physically. It will be beautiful in, on the From inside. The inside yeah. It will be beautiful on the inside. You carry a glory that you cannot just meet rivers as husband or wife. Mm-hmm. You cannot just meet rivers. Somebody that will mislead you. You will leave and you, you, will, you will meet that person that is exactly as you are. You have, you, 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 God, God knows how to do what? How to locate that woman or that man for you. So if you are hearing me and you are still young, just live your life being filled to, with Jesus. To please God. And uh, being filled with his presence. Mm-hmm. And then live your, live your life. And that is the beauty that your life deserves, that every man's life deserves. God bless you. We want to go to another point. Our fa- time is far spent. We don't want to belabor any point. The Holy Spirit will teach you into depth. And you'll be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. If you want to attract God uh, and eventually attract people, Study and follow Jesus Christ's example. Don't forget on the Mount of the Transfiguration. In Matthew 17, 5, the voice came, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Follow ye him. So study the life of Jesus through the four Gospels, Matthew, Luke, John, and Mark. What, are, what, what are spectacular about Jesus? 
You can see an example of what is spectacular about Jesus in John 8, 29. John 8, 29, Jesus said, uh, sorry, John 8, yes, 29. John 8, 29. Jesus said, and he that sends me is with me. So when God is with you, he's the one that will attract people to you. The Father had not left me alone. For I do always those things that please him. And these are the things we are be alighting. More the, Lord, the Holy Spirit will give to you. Everything that please God. I do those things. That is what makes Jesus the beloved son that should be followed. Above all, because he does all things that please him. Even to the extent of what happened in, in, the, in the Garden of Gethsemane. <clears throat> when he was to be put on, on, a, on a hill, a whole 33 man to be, to, be, to be stripped naked, just to please God. He knew it, he saw it, and to suffer terribly inside and outside. To be, to be, to be wickedly uh, 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 beaten, to wear the crown, to be shook at the side with the sword, to, to, to be nailed at the feet, nailed at terrible pains, to lose all his blood, to lose his life. He saw it. If it is possible, let the, let, let the cup pass over me. Immediately. To, because he does everything. Or, or, uh, I do always those things that please him. He surrendered and said, not as I will, but as thou will. That is Jesus for you. If you can receive grace to do this, the, the voice will come, this is my beloved son to you too. In whom I'm well pleased. All ye people, come around him and follow him. Then your ministry is expanded. It is no more you looking for people, attracting them with cars and affluence and beautiful decorations there and there, the clothes you wear. It is about doing his will, surrendering your will, even when it is difficult. Then he will say, this is my beloved daughter. This is my beloved son. All ye people, come, follow him. Then you are attracting people. God bless you. Then, let's quickly go to obey God. 1 Samuel 15, 22. So, you know, I don't want to go to that. Because I want to save time. I want to save time. What happened there in 1 Samuel 15, 22? God asked Saul, the first king Israel, to go and destroy the enemy of Israel. 15, 1 Samuel 15, 22. Go and destroy utterly, utterly. He did not, he, 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 his was half obedient. Destroy some things he didn't like. Brought some things he loved. Then God said to obey is better than sacrifice. Whatever you are doing sanctimoniously in your religion, in that religion you believe in, to obey is better than sacrifice. When you obey God, you please him. When you obey God, you please him. The Lord help you. And God says, if you love me, keep my commandment. And when you love God, God loves you. When he loves you, you want to be around the person you love. You want to romance with him. You want to talk with him. You want to do everything with him. He tabernacles with him. And it is his glory with the tabernacle with you that will now attract. Obey God. Obey God. Now, be dedicated to him. Be dependent on him. Have no alternative. David depended on God and God fought the battle for him. 
He did not touch the anointed, even when he had the chance to do it. Am I right? He was dependent on God to deliver him. And take him back to the temple, his heart was panting after, as the heart panted after the river, after the water. And God did this himself. Depend on God totally. Proverbs 3, don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't take decisions on your own. Put your ways before him. Proverbs 3, 3 to 5, if you're pastor. Proverbs 3, 3 to 5. Proverbs 3, 3 to 5. I read, sir. Uh, Proverbs, sorry. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5 to 7. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. That is depending on. And lean not unto thy own understanding. Six. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Seven, be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Depend on him. Trust him wholeheartedly. He will not disappoint me. He has promised. Believe him, and it shall be well with him. Amen. And be delighted in him. Be delighted to, to talk to to. to, to to listen to him from by reading the word and meditating until he speaks from his presence. And when you are able to do that on your mouth, the presence of the joy at the presence of God will be your portion, and the pleasure at his right hand will be your portion. And because you are delighted in him, we want to spend quality time with him, not busy attracting people all over. But spending quality time with the owner of the ministry. We, rad, we, we sent forth the glory, his present light, the face of Moses at the, that was long on the mountain, and that we attract what we want in the name of Jesus. Amen. Be delighted to spend quality, or, or, quality time with your God every day. The person you love, you want to talk with him. Mm-hmm. Eh? You, want him you want to touch him. Yeah. You want to hear him. Yeah. And that is love for you. When you're delighted in him, he will do the rest. Trust, love with all your heart. Enjoy, obey, serve When you do that, you, you want to be with him. That is God for you. And pursue righteousness. Psalm 5, Psalm 5, 12. Pursue righteousness. Pursue righteousness. These are the things you please God. That is the reason why you are created. And as you fulfill your destiny by doing what God creates you for, He being with you is the one that will attract. Five twelve says, "For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor, without compassing as we should." For people to want to love your ministry and come is favor. And what do you do to attract that? To attract that favor, righteousness. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. And that favor will now, uh, as favor compass you because you have pursued righteousness, then favor will cause people to want to love you and come to you and be around you. The Lord will bless you. And do you know that the Bible says, because Jesus loved righteousness, that is Hebrews. Hebrews 1 verse uh, 5 or 6 there. Because Jesus loved righteousness, and because you will love righteousness, it will be unto you as it happened unto Jesus. Amen. He was a, a, 
He was anointed with all of gladness above all his fellows. Part of all of gladness is for people to surround you and your ministry to be alive, to fulfill purpose. Your family, your business, fruitfulness, progress. That is it. Pursue righteousness. What does it mean to be right? Doing the right thing. Whatever God says is the right thing. It's not about what you want. It's about what God wants. Doing that makes you righteous. God bless you. Then we are about to round it up. Don't forget to study the Bible if you want to bless God. And meditate on it. Pray about what you, what you, what you meditate on. Because you will, surely if you do it wholeheartedly. You study the Bible. You're, you're, you're listening to God. You meditate on it. You are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are allowing the spirit to take over. You are forming the mental picture. Putting imagination and your systems into action because of your spirit. At that point, you become spiritual. You, the spirit part of you will take over. And at imagination level, at forming a mental picture of what you have studied, then the, at that point, the Holy Spirit will be in control. Then he will expand, enlarge, and bring word from the presence of God. It has been Numa before, it will now be Rema. And now you will be able to pray according to what you receive. You are being enlarged in the inner person, becoming like God by and by. And it will not be easy, it will not be difficult for you to, to, to forgive those that offend you. Becoming like God makes God to be your friend. Because he finds somebody like you, in, like him in you. And he wants to embrace you. And therefore, I want to want to tabernacle with you to attract. God bless you. And it's not the it's not the last, but for today, give him the sacrifice he wants. Hebrews 13, we are reading that. Hebrews 13, 15 to 16. Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13, 15 to 16. Are you there, sir? By him, therefore, let us offer sacrifice of praise to God continually. Mm. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Mm. Then to do good and to com communicate, forget not. Mm. For with such sacrifice, God is, is well pleased. God is well pleased. In all things, that is Thessalonians for you. In all things, give thanks. Even when you have requests, Philippians 4, uh, 4, is it 4, 4? says, present it with thanksgiving. Remember what he had done before, thank him. Praise him and worship him for him, whom he is that nobody can be. Then praise him for what he had done in the past. Then present this one. If you can do this for me, I know you are able to do this, do this, do You are already requesting with praises. Let it be a custom. I mean, let it be a, a, a habit. It's a very good habit. To give him the thanksgiving of your lips all the time. The more you thank, the more presence of God. You, you, you that, that buys that with you. with And the more revelation. And do you know the also, more anointing. And do you know also the kind of music you hear attracts either demons or angels with you? Yes. Unto you. If you are hearing those, those music that are, that are, that are sung 
by those that are being under the control or influence of drugs for that matter. Or devils. Or whatever. Whatever it is, because the spirit behind the song that they are singing is the spirit behind them. And when you listen to such spirit, such, such, such song, what do you have? You have those demons as friends. Because everything in this life eh, is also always spiritual. Yes. And if you don't spiritualize your life, and everything you will, about you, and everything about you, you will live in error constantly. Mm-hmm. And that one will cast God away from your side. Yes. And uh, the way to live within the habitat of a believer is to live a life that God God is attracted to. Yes. And that bring God closer. Yes. And that's the essence of a Christian life. Mm. And that is the essence of a, of a Christian that will meet Christ successfully. When at this present time you are being drawn uh, by God and God is drawn unto you. Lord bless you. Uh, so when you have the presence of God, all things are possible. Let me quickly tell you this. There was a playlet. A woman, God sat and angels, it's not angels are surrounded, are surrounding, were surrounding him. And the, the angels were surrounding, were favor, they were carrying favor. They were carrying everything man can look for. Blessings, whatever, whatever you can think of. They were holding them all around God as he was sitting down. Then there was a woman coming. She was complaining, complaining, complaining. Oh God, I've been serving you since. Oh, those that are not even serving you. Look at their life. Oh God, people have known me with you. These are not happening. You know that kind of murmuring, complaining, blah, blah, blah thing. She was, and God was sad. Sad. His head was down. And she kept on doing that, kept on doing that, kept on doing that. God was sad. He could not even raise up his hand. He was so, so he, he sat down as he was so weak, so limp. But as that one passed by, another one, woman was coming. I mean, you know, we call it Oriki Olonu in, in our language. That is the echomiums. The echomiums of God saying, you are the king of the universe. The God that specializes in a possibility. The God of all gods. The king of all gods. You know that kind of things. Yeah. Not because of what God has done now, but because of what God is. You are faithful. You are gracious. I cannot, I cannot see any God like you. There is no one before you. He was saying it. God's head was raised. His, his face brightened up. He was inhaling those praises. And he was, he was displaying power as he was sitting up. Just like flexing his muscles as if power has come. Doing that, doing that. Then when the woman came and near, the, the God, God said, you favor. He touched an angel. You favor, follow her. The woman said, God, I'm not leaving you. I've not praised you for what you did 10 years ago. I have not even praised you for what you, what you did 11 years ago. I've just started. I'm not leaving you. Favor, wait. I know you follow me. Oh, God, you are this. God, you are there. I'm praising you for nine, what you did nine years ago. I'm praying for what she was doing. Say, 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 say. Then God said, Oh, prosperity, follow her. She said, God, wait, wait, wait. I have not praised you for what you did six years ago. You know, that's how she continued. By the time she got to a point, God will say, eh, eh, Whatever, whatever blessing, follow her, follow her, follow her. Until all the angels followed the woman. The woman refused to leave. Then she knelt down, bowed flat, and said, God, you are mighty. Oh, she sang a song, and the, God, the head of God swelled. He was doing as if power was intoxicating him. And if power has come, he was inhaling. 
Uh, prison deep. Prison deep. Then eventually he said, when there was no angel carrying any blessing anymore, he said, I will follow you. And God and all favor, blessings, whatever, whatever, they moved out with the woman. Did you learn any lesson? The presence of God is what you need. Pleasing him with your presence, attracting his presence is what you need. Having God's presence, oh, he, he with you is the glory, Shekinah glory, that will now uh, attract others unto you. Make it a habit to always give him the thanksgiving, the worship from your lips. Do you know what? The only thing God cannot do for himself is thank you. Thank me. It's impossible for him to say thank me. Therefore, give him that which he cannot do. And you'll be surprised that we inhabit your praise to bless you and enlarge your ministry. God bless you. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Thank you. And thank God for your life, my sister. Lord bless you. Summary of your matter this day is that God wants friends. God wants friends. I say again, God wants friends. And to be God's friends, God wants us to share in his image. We want to share because that is the origin of man. Mm -hmm. The origin, how God created man in his own image. So he wants his own image to be restored back. And it is God's image that we must bear to meet Christ at the end. And if there is anything in our lives that is void of God's image, then we are not prepared to meet Jesus. Jesus Christ, in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, is the express image of God. Is yeah. the express image of God. And if Christ is on the inside of you, living on there, he will give you, he will restore to you the image of God. And, and this image of God that we are talking of is not this physical one. We are talking about his righteousness. Mm -hmm. We are talking about his character. We are talking about his graces. Only we are talking about his holiness. We are talking about everything that God is. And that is what Jesus has come to restore into your life and my life. And that is why the Lord is calling us unto nothing but unto his glory in the book of First Peter. The Lord spoke to us that he has called us unto glory and unto virtue. He has called us unto glory and that is what we checked when we talk about virtue for four weeks consecutively. Where we check on the character of God's people, how it should be. So we thank God for that. By the grace of God, we will still talk about this glory of God later. And the Lord God Almighty will want us to bear only this, I mean his glory and his image. And until you bear God's image in you, and God's image is who you are, then you are not yet that acceptable believer that will be raptured and that is prepared to meet his master, I mean Jesus Christ. Whoever you are, the husband of the family, the wife of the family, the children of the family, the Lord is calling you onto his side today that you should give your life unto him that his image might be restored into your life that you might live life that God Almighty uh, will exhibit to others that indeed I am living with this one and this one is with me and is living inside uh, and is living with me and by the grace of God we are inviting you at this time 
that you will restore, be restored back into the original image that God has made you through Jesus Christ, who is the express image of Jesus, okay. the express image of God. Are you ready for Jesus? Are you ready for him? Are you ready to give your life unto him and make him your Lord and your Savior? Are you ready to give, I mean, to come and turn around unto him? Are you ready to call him into your life and make him your Lord and Master? Because when Christ is on this side of you, he will restore to you the image and the glory and the beauty of the Lord that will make you attractive unto, 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 the, unto the whole world. He will make you attractive. He will make all yours attractive, including your business, including your marriage, including your what, including your church and everything. You say we, we have said it about about John that John was uh, in his in a way was not attractive in his dressing and even where he lived and the kind of food that he ate. That was what we learned last week. But yet, men and women and, and crowd were attracted unto him because. He was living the life that God wanted him to live. And he's living the life that attracts men unto God. Do you know that we have said it that if you are young and you are looking for a husband or wife to marry, it is who you had that we present unto whom you will marry. Because if, like I used to tell my youth, that the much of Jesus you have to, to meet your husband, is much of uh, glory that you will also live in within the marriage. So if you want to live uh, with Christ in your marriage, you husband or you wife to be, then return unto Jesus fully and let him be your Lord and master. And in everything you do, you can't even please him without, without accepting him into your life. You, you must have accepted him before you begin to talk of pleasing him. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can't please him. You can't please him. So in other words, I want you to do what? To turn unto Jesus by bowing down your head right now to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He loves you. He died for you. He paid the price for your sin. It is when you do all, when you do this that God will come unto you. He said, I will, I will come unto you and I will dwell with you and I will sup with you and you with me if you can invite me into your life. And the much of his presence that is there with you is the most of glory and attraction that you have in the world. And blessing will be attracted to you. Glory will attract blessing. His glory in your life will attract blessing unto you prosperity unto you, breakthrough, and everything you need in life yes. shall be yours yes. because of Jesus Christ on the inside. Receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior right now. Say, Father, Father I, thank you I thank you for you gave me your Son, you me your son. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I, am a sinner. I am a sinner. Do, destined to, do, to, to be doomed. To be doomed. But Lord, today, but Lord, today as, a sinner, as a sinner, I turn unto you for mercy. I turn unto you for, I turn unto you for grace. I turn, you for I turn unto you for cleansing, for cleansing. By, your blood. by your blood. Jesus, Jesus. Wash, me by your blood. wash me by your blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Remove from me every evil image of sin. And put, me, put in your image in me. Let my life be yours. Let my life be yours. 
be my master, my Lord. Jesus, I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. I give my life unto you, my home unto you, my business unto you, everything I am unto you, everything I'm not unto you, everything I have unto you, in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me. Accept me by your blood. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Having received Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, you have go and listen to our messages. You find how to do more, how to how to abide with Him, how to live with Him, and how to enjoy His glory and your and His presence in your life. How to make Him to be attracted unto you, and then the Song of Solomon, chapter fourteen, chapter four, verse sixteen, will be fulfilled in your life. Jesus Christ will come to your garden. In the book of Sons of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 16, Bible said, Come thou, O south wind, come thou, north wind, and blow upon my garden that the spices thereof might flow out, and let my beloved come in to eat his pleasant food. Then the Lord will make your life his garden, like the garden of Eden where the Lord come to in the cool of day to meditate with them. You too, you have time also to be meditating with the Lord and be reading the word of the Lord and live on in Christ. And then when you do all this, you will enjoy his presence and you will, you will be attractive. Yes. And there will be, your life will be, will be filled with attraction of God. And beauty, beautiful and glorious things of the Lord will be attracted unto you. And you will live and enjoy them even to the, to, to the full. Yes. This is what we are calling you to do and what we are calling you for. There are a lot of other things that you can do that you can listen also to on our messages on pod, I mean, BeFruitfulFamily.podbean.com BeFruitfulFamily.podbean.com And by the grace of the Lord, we are still meeting again on uh, Wednesday, 7 a.m., want you to join us for Shiloh Hawa. That is the time of miracles, uh, healing, and all such for families, especially for families. And we know the Lord will visit you as individual in the name of Jesus. The Lord will bless you. There will be, there will be fruitfulness for those that are looking for the fruit of the womb. The Lord will visit you and open your wombs in the name of Jesus. You that are, that you that are, you that are looking for, the Lord will give you. And you will find, because we have found Jesus today, Jesus will look for you. You will look for your wife for you, for your husband for you. The Lord will bless you. And every breakthrough that you need in your life, it will be your portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me pray finally for you, Father, in the, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I minister to everyone that is hearing me at this time in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let your mercy speak for them. Amen. Let your grace speak for them. Amen. Let your glory, O God, radiate upon their life. Lord, as many of them that have had in their lives, I pray in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, baptize them Amen. With, your, with your spirit and power Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Baptize them with your wisdom to live victoriously on earth here yeah. in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I pray for you that that thing that you are looking for, you will have idea for it. Amen. The Lord will give you an idea. Amen. Of how to get it. Amen. I mean it's unto you, divine idea. Amen. That the law will open heaven for you Amen. and upon your head. Amen. And the law will give you divine direction that will give you the solution in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for you that in the name of Jesus, 
you will live in peace with God and God will live in peace with you. And at the end, both of us, all of us, we are going to enjoy together to meet him at his coming in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you, those who entered the studio with us. Yes, Prophet Kingsley, you are you entered the studio, the Lord, the Lord bless you. Allah grace, grace, you enter the studio, the Lord bless you. Amen. Eric, you enter the studio, the Lord bless you. Amen. Rosalyn, uh, Trixi Nana, Ahua, you enter the studio, the Lord bless you. Amen. Emmanuel, yes, I know you. Rosalyn too, I know you. You are one of us. And you are our regular visitor, and regular, and regular member, the Lord bless you. And even Nana Mabel, I know you. Emmanuel also, yes. Trixi Nana. Yes, the Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. Fandi, you enter the studio, the Lord bless you. Continue to like our meet, our, our messages. It's, it's an encouragement that it added, it added further to our, our broadcast. So please continue to like us. And also, you can send us and can send us your questions. You can send us messages on our WhatsApp number and our email. And then our WhatsApp number is plus 234 uh, 5721 plus 234 You can visit us on the um, uh, fruitful Just scroll down a bit, you will find all our information there. The Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. Afresh and give you more grace to speak life Amen. unto the people of God. Amen. May the Lord refill you Amen. in the name of Jesus Amen. with His glory and His presence Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you, dears. God bless you, Apostle. Amen. <laughs> Bye for now. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Amen. <laughs>